Hey guys, uh, before we kick off this episode, I just want to give a little um, heads up that in this episode we deal with some pretty heavy subject matter, so if um, mentions of stuff like rape or marital violence or the uh, sexual relationship between a minor and a 33-year-old um, cause issues for you, uh, you may want to skip this episode. Don't worry, next episode, I promise you, we'll come back with some of the uh, more lighthearted banter that you have come to expect from us, uh, and feel free to skip this episode if you feel that it may trigger you or you will feel unsafe listening to it. Do whatever you need to do to feel safe. We love you, and we'll see you next time. All right, we're all set up to record. Are you ready to go, Joe? 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 Joe isn't here now. Joe? Lauren. Who the fuck are you? It's just me. Joe! No! Hi, and welcome back to Get Played. I'm your host, Cameron. And I am not Joe. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> and this is the podcast where we talk about movies. Well, no, we don't. We we watch a movie. And then we talk about things around the movie. Yeah, a movie adjacent. As you've noticed, Joe isn't here right now. He is currently up north being a camp counselor and... God, I'm afraid for those children. But um, in his stead, because I can't talk to myself about movies for 45 minutes, we have my friend MG! Hello, everybody. Cool. He totally can talk to himself about movies for 45 minutes, but... She, she's watched it. <laughs> it. It's a little bit funnier with uh, someone yeah, to bounce yeah, the, ideas off. Yeah, it's great to have the banter rather than just seem like a really just a crazy person. Yeah, which uh, we're going to talk about a lot today. Oh, yeah. That's a great lead-in to our movie, and... Normally what happens is I'm the one who introduces the movie and Joe does his best to uh, break down the plot when really he doesn't try to break down the plot at all. He gives a three-word synopsis and it yeah, but answers no questions. But MG... Today we're going to do something different. Yeah, she brought a movie because I asked her to, and I asked it to be a movie I've never seen before. So MG, would you like to introduce the movie? I would, but I'd like to point it out, I only like own eight DVDs, <laughs> and so I'm really excited that I own one that he has not seen before, because very hard. this never happens. <laughs> it's um, very hard to do that. So what I brought was Running With Scissors, which was released in 2006, directed by Ryan Murphy, and starring Joseph Cross, Annette Bening, Brian Cox, and... Evan Rachel Wood. And I guess it's my turn, and normally Joe does the breakdown of the plot, but it's my turn to do that. So, there's a kid, his mom is, um, well, not mentally sound, thinks she deserves to be famous, and... She's an artist. She's an artist who thinks she deserves to be famous, and, you know, takes that out on her... Very, very, very toxic relationship with her husband and her very, very, very toxic relationship with her son. And um, so she starts seeing a therapist, and then that therapist, he's not that good a guy. His name's Dr. Finch, but I wrote it down as Dr. F, as in, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then somehow, I'm not quite sure on how, but basically the son goes to live with Finch and his very eccentric 
very messy household. Um, the house is a character. The house. The house is a mess. It's its own thing. It's the house is pink. the weirdest shade of pink I have ever seen in my life. It's like columns and shit all over the lawn, and sometimes literal shit all over the back lawn, right. and just Christmas tree stuff up everywhere. Yeah. And a cat yeah. that dies, and then we aren't sure if it's turned into stew. It might be. It might not be. We aren't. It might be a joke. It might be a joke. We, it might. It might be someone feigning it to be a joke, and actually, we don't know. Did that? We don't. We don't know. We don't know what the fuck Gwyneth Paltrow's doing. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's in it also randomly. We, yeah, just she's the one who maybe cooks the cat. We don't know. <laughs> Pulls a fucking uh, fuck. What's that movie with Glenn Close and Michael Douglas? Mm. It's she. She cooks a rabbit. Okay. In the guy's stew, it was the daughter's pet rabbit. It was. Uh, it was a weird movie. It made. It's one of those movies from the eighties that met, made men afraid of women. As they should be. <laughs> as they should be. Just for the wrong bit. reasons, but as they should be. Yeah. But um, yeah, and so the kid goes to live with this weird eccentric family. His mother literally falls apart under the uh, supervision of this uh, quack therapist, and um, yeah, and it's funny because most of the movie, Cameron thought that the therapist was a good influence because it's a kind of great storytelling where he's like, "Oh, good, the therapist sees that the mother's not doing good," which like she's not, but he is not better. So I'm there trying to like. Hands covered in my mouth, not saying anything about how awful. And then it got to the last half of the movie, and um, well, the facade kind of fell apart there. Yeah, like there were maybe two good people in this movie. Like Agnes. Agnes was a good person. The The main character was a good person. Um, Natalie, who was played by Evan Rachel Wood, she was she she deserved so much better. Yeah, And and. the last good person, he wasn't fully a good person, but, like, the person who I feel deserved more was Alec Baldwin. Yeah. He... Dad. I don't know. We don't see a whole lot of him except from the, the mom's very beginning, point of view. Mostly. From the mom's point of view. And I had some points about that, actually. Yeah. I... So, at the beginning, we're shown the very toxic relationship between Annette Benning and Alec Baldwin's characters... Uh, he drinks a lot. She is very unstable, and it is absolutely destroying their son. Um, and then they go see a therapist, and because it's the 70s, the therapist seems to take the... I don't... I'm not fully sure if he actually takes the wife's side or if he's doing a... He's acting it so that she doesn't get, like, violent with him. I don't know. It's one of those two. I don't know. Like, I see this differently, because when you're watching it, you were like, oh, like, it was the 70s when they didn't think that women were abusers, and like, I don't, I wouldn't say she's an abuser, and also, for me, I'm like, yeah, no, he's believing someone when she says she's a victim, which I feel very strongly about, even though in this case, maybe not so true. Not, like, she, she, I, like... Let me, let so me normally I'd be like, let's err on the side of yes, what this therapist is doing. Except as we see things unfold, we're like, oh, that's yes. actually a bad idea, and maybe yeah. let now, the well, main character have contact with his dad before we continue. Good. Yeah, trust women when they say they've been raped. Trust women. Trust women. Listen to women. Listen to women. Listen to people. When, yeah, yeah. Don't don't immediately be like, oh, they're saying this to ruin this other person. People aren't really that vindictive. They are, but they're not, they won't go to those lengths. No, especially women 
claiming that they've been victimized or assaulted mm-hmm. or abused. You know, I'd say ninety nine percent of the time they happen. They happen. They happen. Yeah. And then often, even when the guy says, "No, I'm the victim," he's lying. Yeah. Or twisting things. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. look at me! I'm going to jail. Whatever will I do with my? Whatever will happen to my football scholarship? Well, you should have thought about that before you uh, raped a woman. Yeah. You yeah. fucking asshole. Well, that took a turn. Yeah, so do we want to talk <laughs> about the uh, inappropriate asshole and right parts? Uh, yes. I wouldn't say. Well, that seems like... Uh, we were talking about something, but you know what? That's a very good way to... You know, let's, let's go there. Let's, so, let's jump right into the very inappropriate age bracketing. Yeah. I don't, like. Also, this movie has a lot of inappropriate age relationships. I'd even say Augusta and his mother is just completely inappropriate, because when he's a kid, she's like treating him like a friend and a fan. Oh, yeah. Instead of her son. Yeah, she is being not at all motherly to him. But the yeah. more the more important one is uh, between Augustine, who is the main character, when he's 15, and the 33-year-old adopted son of the uh, psychologist, who is yeah. also schizophrenic and violent. Yeah. And uh, so when I say that that like, ain't a great thing... It's not... Not healthy. It's not healthy. Not good. The 33-year-old is definitely taking advantage of him. Yeah. And then also there's a weird thing where he's like, oh, yeah, but Dr. Finch says, uh, like, kids are an adult at 13. Um, no. 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 Which, no. No. I, I'm sure no. that the doctor said that, but no. Yeah. I'm, the doctor no. seems like the type of asshole who would say something shitty like that, but no. Yeah. No. Um, as much as... So this is based on a memoir. Yes. Of the actual... Uh, author, so as much as there's a yes, it's coming of age story. This is how it happened for a lot of especially queer people in the seventies, especially in the seventies. In the seventies, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is at least it doesn't show it as an ideal relationship, unlike nope, nope, some nope, other nope. movies which I refuse to watch. Um, we talking about uh, it who shall not be named, which also uses the name in the title. Yep, yep, yep. exactly. I I'm fuck that I'm movie. Sure. Never saw it. Don't want to. No, exactly. A lot of people. It means a lot to them. Good for them. But um, no, no, that's, no, that's a toxic relationship that is absolutely 100 percent um painted as not that. Yeah. So let's start telling other stories. Yeah. That are not that. Yeah. Um. Let's let's not yeah. make let's not degrade all queer relationships to toxic relationships. Yeah. Please. And thank you. Uh, Yeah, like one note I had about that relationship is uh, they have sex. Multiple times. Well, yeah, no, but the the first time, uh, the 15-year-old sort of like lies back on the bed covered in sweat and was like, what just happened? And then Neil, the 33, 33. He was 33 when they first had sex. Yeah. Was like, you think you're gay, right? That's what gay men do. Um... (sighs) Oh, okay, just, that made me do a lot of, like, oh, no, granted, most scenes involving Neil and Augustine made me do, oh, no, but that one made me go, no, the first time. Yeah, and I'm like, also, immediately, that's, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know someone, a man, who used to identify as bisexual, and then had that happen to him too much, so now he's like, no, I'm straight, um. Oh, you do? Yeah, like, not, we're not super close, but, like. Bisexuality came up okay because um, I think he was questioning. Then I'm like, yeah. So how's that going? He's like, no, I'm I'm done with men. That type of men. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, to um, be fair, that's most types of men. Yeah. So yeah. I, so I no, feel like that. don't. Men are the worst. Men are the worst. Men are men are trash. <sighs> yeah. Last episode, I talked about getting back on the dating scene. <laughs> <laughs> 
You speaking haven't, of which, you haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it. I need to borrow Romancing the Stone before I can listen to the last episode. Yeah. So, but so last time I talked about getting back on Tinder, but now I'm also on um, OkCupid and Hinge. Oh, you've never been on dating apps. I I have not. No, because you've kind of like I'm not saying you've jumped from long term relationship to long term relationship, but like you were when I first met you, you were dating a woman. Yeah. And then that ended. Yeah. And then you were okay with being single, and then you met your current boyfriend. And then I also had someone else in between, but yeah. You did? Yeah. Um. Don't remember them. Your high school friend. Or not friends, they should have friends. I'm not going to say their name for privacy reasons. Yeah, don't say their name for privacy Um. We'll talk about it. We, yeah. We met, I, we met at someone's birthday party and shared a couch, which is like my signature move, I guess. Yeah. It, oh, wait. Was this the birthday party where we watched Caligula? No, God, no. Okay, oh no. my fucking God. No, that was... there was one person I know who tried to share a couch with you during Caligula, and I'm like, please don't tell me you dated Oh, God, no. Guy. No, 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 no. I'm going to write it down so that the listeners... Oh, right! Yeah, that happened. I forgot about that yeah, happening. but it was it was good. Huh! Yeah, we have friends, and All then right. things turned up with the guy who's now my current partner, yeah. and then I'm For like, many years. For six years. It's been six years. It's been six years. High five. Yeah, it's great. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I guess you could say I've been like, yeah... Yeah, long-term relationship, yeah. longish yeah. relationship. But like, if you guys live together, like that would be you know grounds for common. Yeah. Common, oh God. What's that called? Common, common law. Common law. Thank common you. law. I was gonna say Commonwealth, but I'm like, no, that's what <laughs> the Commonwealth. I'm like, no, that's what the Brits call literally everything they used to own. Yeah. Um, yay. Yeah. So I'm on OkCupid. Okay yeah. Cu- I'm so OkCupid. Okay how is it? I like OkCupid. Okay no one really matches with me all that much, and I think it's because I went too in depth. With my profile, like so, I'm gonna so like most date like most dating apps now. It's like a little blurb and then some photos, right? But OkCupid does this whole thing where they like give you prompts. Oh yeah, and I'd write some I write some nice fucking prompt responses and I, like I, I I said last week I realized that if I hide how fucking crazy and funny I am at the beginning and then try to slowly eke it in, they're gonna be like, oh, he's not as, like, normal as I thought. He's weird, and then I'll get ghosted, but then I won't pick up the cool, weird ones by being... Right off the bat, who are, like, into who you are as a person. Exactly. Just kind of what you want. So, like, um, I'm... The myself summary, I already said what it was last... Well, I didn't say it. Joe said it, and he sighed heavily. Um, I'll read it again. Uh, some pros of dating me. I know an inordinate and unnecessary amount of 80s and 90s pop culture trivia. This is uh, true. I can sing along to almost any song in Shania Twain's discography. This is also very true. Uh, I once caught a ditto in Pokemon, and I named him Danny DeDito. <laughs> you see, <laughs> if that catches someone... it's ca- it's. I've gotten a few people being like, Ha, Danny DeDito, I love it! Like, I've gotten like three or four people actually say that. I've responded to like one or two of them, because the other two I'm kind of like, You're 18. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, and then I, I don't have this part on the Tinder. I added, if you like guys who watch too many movies and enjoy Vine compilations at 3am, well, oh boy, you're going to love me. Aww. Yeah, that's, that's a good, accurate description of who you are. And then, and then you've never used it. Like you, you have like little categories and then they have different prompts for each category that you can choose. I haven't answered all of them, but like, here's a few that I have answered to like exemplify to the men out there. How I am as a person. 
get them to want me, even though I know they don't. Um, I spend a lot... So the prompt under hobbies is, I spend a lot of time thinking about, and I answered, Jeff Goldblum. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. I actually had this issue with a guy yesterday. <laughs> I told so, you about this. Yes. It's so, so Jeff Goldblum, just like yesterday, posted some old headshots of him being like, uh, you know... Like, which one should I use as my new, like, whatever, not profile pic, because that's... So uh, headshot. As my new headshot, and, like, was end I've salad hair, and... I love that, man. Yeah, and uh, so I sent it to everyone I know, because yeah. it was just beautiful pictures of Jeff Goldblum. And there's this guy that I've been talking with. We uh, went on a date a few years ago, oh. and then uh, we, were, we were talking, like, pretty well over stuff, but, like, then he was like, I think... He started dating someone who was already friends with, and so the, I don't know. Point is, he like ended that, and then I got back onto date the dating scene recently, and we like reconnected. He's like, "Oh yeah, I, I that was my fault for everything. Like, I would love to go on it." And we, I'll talk more about yeah. that later. But the point is, last night I wanted to be like, "Hey, how's it going?" But I don't want to say, "Hey, how's it going?" Because I feel like when you start with, "Hey, how's it going?" Nine times out of ten, you end up in a recursive, how's your day, da da da, and then it ends. Yeah. And then you start again, it's like, hey, how's your day, da da da, and then it ends. So I wanted to open with some sort of... Something to talk about. A conversation starter. Let's give them something to talk, talk about. Talk about, about how I'm yeah. Bonnie Raitt, I love you. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so I asked, do you think Jeff Goldblum knows he's an icon for our generation? Which is dumb, because he knows everything. He knows everything. He's but all like, knowing. But. You know, it, it's a great conversation starter. And the guy responds with, um, he's alright, I just don't think he's an icon. So, side note, the movie that I would have brought, if we could find a copy of it, is Earth Girls Are Easy. So, if you know where to get a copy of it, let us know, because it's amazing. Starring Jeff Goldblum. And Gina Davis. And Gina Davis. And Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Jim, yeah. <laughs> um, also, like, the best sex scene in all of really yeah exactly it's like anyway. you should show all of I don't know your your teenage cousins being like this is what sex should be like there's like confetti falling down it's very romantic it's Jeff Goldblum like it's not explicit because it's like a I don't know 80s movie um but yeah it's he's a sexy alien you have that soundtrack on cassette I have it on cassette tape. <laughs> um I listened to it way before it was appropriate for me to watch the movie so I didn't know it was a soundtrack until I was like 12 um <laughs> which is good because like you shouldn't watch this movie if you're not at least 12 no 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 but, like, not at all because it's basically a sex comedy with aliens yeah but like you know watch it before you get out there so you have high standards like <laughs> Jeff Goldblum with two hearts because he's an alien. God, I, if I could just date someone that's basically Jeff Goldblum from the 80s, I would be yes. so happy. Be so, nice. so happy. Anyways. Okay, next one is moments, and the prompt is a perfect day. It's 9 a.m. I wake up. Scroll through social media, because what else am I supposed to do when I just woke up? The UN announces that superheroes are real, and that Marvel Comics has secretly been a whole-ass documentarian effort the whole time. Then Magneto tries to kill me, because honestly, he's kind of got a point. Yeah. It's April 24th. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too cold and it's not too hot and you, all you need is a light sweater. Yeah. Um, ooh, this is the saddest song ever written. And this is under the secrets category and I don't know why that's a it's secret. not a secret. Yeah. Meryl Streep's cover of The Winner Takes It All from the Mamma Mia soundtrack because that shit is heartbreaking. 
There's a moment where her voice catches, and every time it's just like, what are these tears? What is this liquid seeping from my eyes? My eyes are leaking. My eyes are leaking. Um, what else? Okay, my gaming avatar. Isabel from Animal Crossing. She is that bitch who will wear the classy Ann Taylor suit, then fuck you up with an umbrella. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how I'm not, like, just pulling in the men with this. Yeah, just, just reeling them in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about let's talk about the movie? Yeah, let's talk about... Let's go back to the movie. Because I had some fucking thoughts. All right, what are I, your thoughts? I, I wrote, have a lot of thoughts. I wrote like, down notes. I made yeah. fun of Joe for making notes during Alien, but, like, we were five minutes into this movie, and I said, what the fuck? So I started making notes. Most of the notes are, what the fuck? Yeah, um, a lot of this is me saying, what the fuck? Um, Alec Baldwin telling his son, I don't see myself in you at all. That's a bad thing for a father to say to his kid. Yeah, like, let's not do that the... The father was all good and the mother was all bad. This is, there is no... There, like, was, there was no definitive bad guy in that relationship. Alec Baldwin did do an effort to make himself better, like, actually better in the end. And you know what? I congratulate him for that. Yeah. There's a, this movie's a lot of gray characters. A lot of morally gray characters. And... Yeah. It did look like Alec Baldwin was going to die, like, five minutes in. And that was oh, yeah. the weirdest thing. Just, like, having his face on the cover... And his name on the cover, and he's just, like, dead after five minutes. It's one of the most recognizable characters to reel him in. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like what they did or with the Channing Tatum in the second G.I. Joe movie. Oh, boy. It was... Oh, boy. It was not great, but I had fun. Okay. It was... It, I had yeah. fun. There needs to be more movies that are just fun. Yeah. Enjoyable. A lot of people... I'm sorry this wasn't. Next one will be. Yeah. <laughs> this was not a fun movie. It's not this, a fun movie. This made me, um... This gave me anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it didn't give me anxiety. I already had that, but, but uh, uh, it it did not do anything to quell it. No, don't don't watch this on a work night. No, alone. Don't do it. No. no, no. It's a nice sunny day. Yeah. Cameron has a puppy. Like. Cameron has a puppy. Cameron Cameron loves his puppy. Yeah. 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 All right. What else have I got? Reading upside down, all I can see is what the fuck. Yeah. Something fucked. Um, are you constipated in your life? Is a Weird question to be asked, but at the same time, very specific, and also, yes. Yes. Yes, I There's am. a lot of... There's a lot I'm of, not gonna say scat humor, but, like... There is. A, a lot of metaphors, a lot of shitty metaphors that are beautifully constructed. <laughs> There's a lot of shit in this movie. There's a lot of shit. There's, um, manure jokes, manure things. There's, are you constipated? There's a whole bit where the doctor looks at his poop and it's like, look, it's pointing up. It means our things are going up. What the fuck? He's divining shit from his shit? Yeah. It's, if you go on YouTube, I think it's like one of the first scenes that shows up for what this movie is. Is It's a holy shit. Um, and then Evan Rachel Wood and uh, Augustine, I forget, Joseph Cross, are like laughing at him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I wrote this down because I love it. And they're like, <laughs> and he's like, yes, yes, laugh, children, laugh. God is. And, and then he says God's the funniest motherfucker in the world. And honestly, I agree with that. Yeah. Because there's no way that guy isn't a comedian without making my life the shit it is. But in- Yeah, this is... Apparently it's a comedy. It's a comedy drama. It's a comedy it's drama. It's got funny moments. Yeah, it's also like a lot of like, well, like I'm gonna moment- laugh because otherwise I'm gonna cry. So there's... I've seen it, like, what, like, three times now, probably? Yeah. Not for a while. So Cameron's there going, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I'm there, like, I'm laughing because I've seen this before, and otherwise I'm going to start crying. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh. Yeah. What else did I... Oh. 
Where would we be without our painful childhoods? Much better fucking off. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Okay, I have a serious... Pro- like, I have some problem with um, therapy in, like, the 50s through 70s. Okay. Cut. And Shoot. I'm gonna... Somehow, I feel like these problems have not been fixed after the 70s. Uh, probably not, but, um... But I do have... There is a point I actually made about... Ha- I've made this point before in real life, and I don't know if I've made it to you, about how we have... Ha- we had almost no concept of um, mental illness in, like, the 50s. And then we had a very weak understanding of it in the 70s, which is mm-hmm. what led to the whole, like, where would we be without our painful childhoods? Like, a, having a painful childhood is not the denoting of, like, being a successful adult. Having a painful no. childhood is the denoting of having very terrible adults around you when you ha- can't make your own decisions in life. And, and and you could learn those skills and, like, have all of those things without a painful childhood. Because I feel like a lot of people have this idea that, like, ooh, if it's really tough on you as a kid, you'll learn how to take care of yourself, whatever. No. Or you could just teach your kids how to take care of themselves yeah. without skip skip the middleman of the painful yeah. childhood. Like Skip all of that. And when I say painful childhood, I don't mean, like, oh, we were poor and we had to take care of ourselves. I mean, like, no. Painful childhood is when, like... Um, like also that, but yeah, uh, but uh, it's not just that. It's also about how like uh, the relationships of the parents around you and everything, and how that's like that is more of an effect on a painful childhood than like oh we were poor because if you're poor you can still be happy and fulfilled yeah and then like you can still have good parents and good relationships with the people in your life yeah and I that mean. is what makes a childhood happy. I feel in yeah okay but. There's a point I want to make about how mental illness, we had almost no concept of it. And you can tell that based on the cinema of the time. Okay. Okay? Uh, so, honestly, consider this. Like, until the 50s, people weren't living as long as they had yeah. before. So we were getting a lot of those later in life uh, mental illnesses, like dementia, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's. And no one understood what the fuck was happening, which is why they decided, which is what came about to the rise of this movie genre called hag horror. Oh. You know, like... Yeah, just makes little hysterias out of vogue, but old ladies? That's yeah. scary. Yeah. Women like, aren't supposed to exist. Like, um, uh, the most famous one was Whatever Happened to Baby Jane okay. with, uh, Betty Davis. And um, just assume I've Joan seen Crawford. That just assume I've seen that. Thing. I know, I know. Yeah, but uh, it's this movie where it's this um, ex movie star whose sister is confined to a bed, and she basically terrorizes her and like everything. And yeah. it, 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 it's this whole genre of like just elderly women terrorizing the people in their lives. But you can tell it's based on a very clear and misunderstanding of like dementia and Alzheimer's because no one understood it at the time. Or no one bothered to no one understand bothered, it. Either no one understood it or no one bothered to understand it at the time. And that led to a lot of people being like, What is wrong with my mother? Ah, oh, she's gone crazy. Oh, no, she's going to kill us all. No, bitch. She's just... Her brain cells are going away. Like... I, yeah. Actually, I don't know if that's actually how dementia works, but, like... I don't think so, but, like... The, yeah. Her memory's fading and, like, her... And she is confused and scared. Yes. Yeah. Ah, uh, God. But, yeah... I had this whole argument in front of my mother once, and, like, she was, uh, because we were talking about, uh, other stuff that Mm -hmm. led to this, and she had friends or family over, and 
we were talking about this stuff and I actually went into this rant and I could tell from my mother's face when I started it with like, yeah, you can tell this from like the From movie. the movies that your mother's like, oh, there he yeah, is again. Yeah, he, he's like, oh no, talking what is Talking about this, things he's what, passionate about. What is this bullshit he's going to be like spewing this time? And then I finished it and she's like, okay, I'm going to be very honest. I thought that when you started that, you were going to have nothing very clear to share, but that was a very good point to make. Which is yeah. a weird thing for your mom to say to you. Yeah. But we're going to skim right over that and talk yeah. about other people's fucked up mothers. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's a great moment. We're going to cut to the end of the movie, so it's a nice and happy just of. So the main oh. character's mother is not a mother. No. She was a... He found a surrogate mom. Yeah. But then Agnes, the doctor's wife, oh my god, she deserves so much better. She deserves so much um, better. She is... She, I, I've stopped writing down notes about halfway through the movie because I yeah. was like, I can't write down everything. But um, dreams get you through the hard times. Yeah. Oh, because no, I wrote down after that, but Agnes's character was too busy raising the children and looking after the doctor and she wasn't fancy enough for one of those dreams and my heart just broke in God, half. my heart shattered when she had that yeah. whole dreams where we get you through the hard time speech. Yeah. It and was, then oh. I, I just wrote down like, the conversation after is Augustine, the 15 year old coming of age main character yes. um, said maybe your dream was to have a family and she's like yes, that was a dream. A dream, as in she had multiple, but then she had to sideline all of them, and she can't even remember what they are anymore. A dream, or someone else's dream, and was. Like, maybe it was hers. But then Augustine's just like, it's a good one to have, because he hasn't had a family. I just fucking, I have a moment. I just fucking love their dynamic, those two, yeah. in the movie. It's, ah! Oh. And she's so worried about where he is at the end of the movie, and like... I'm like, looking after him. And then, at the end... Her husband's about to get have the house repossessed by the IRS, and she's got this whole amount of money saved up that the doctor doesn't even know about. No, she's been hiding in, like, a tea tin. Yeah, and mess she of a house. gives it to Augustine so he can go and have a better life in New York City. And then tells him that it's important that you know you're the best son a mom could hope for. <sighs> and I felt that in my bones. Yeah, I think, I think everyone needs to hear it. I know it, I did. It's not quite... The same, but it just reminds me of a moment that just like some some movies have moments where it's like, hey, yes, this is a script, mm -hmm. like this is a thing, but like yes. someone watching this needs to have it, sort of like uh, the mom and love Simon, yes, like that. You, you heard that whole thing that yeah. John and I did. Yeah, no, it, yes, like that. But the other one for me was in Moonlight when he's going back to visit his mom, and she's like the 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 real mom, not the Janelle Monae mom. No, the real mom. His, like, actual mother. And she's like, I love you, and I wasn't there for you in the way that you needed to be, but, you know, I'm God, sorry for man, that. And the, that... It was such a good movie. That had me crying in the theater, because oh, I'm like, yeah, so many people need to hear that. That is correct. So I, I know so many. Ooh, my dad has asked us questions. About the movie? No, about uh, Cameron. I will be making burgers and meatless burgers. Would you like something? Uh, MG too. MG, would you like a burger? I would love a burger. All right. Uh, MG would love one, too. Thank you, Cameron's dad. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and Jarrett is free to come over, so I'm probably going to tell him to come on over. Cool. My friend Jarrett, we're going to hang out later, because then sure. we're going to go see Nicole Byer live. Nice! Yes! Oh, my she God. is my favorite. I, oh, I love her so much. She's a role model in my work oh, every she, day. She's a role model in my everyday life. Yeah. I've, like, I've been listening to her podcast a lot. 
I've realized she and I come from very specifically different backgrounds. Clearly. Like, very different. Well, granted, she was the only, like, black kid in uh, New Jersey. Well, not in New Jersey, but in her, like, high school. She was in a suburb in New Jersey. Okay, so you're not that different, actually. You're both, like, suburb. Um, ooh, would you like the burger with meat or without meat? With meat, please. Uh, with meat. I love that we live in a society and, like, a time when this is just, like, a valid option and not me, 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 rabbit food. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so nice that people are reducing meat, even though I still eat it. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. I am um, asking Jared if he would also like a burger. Yeah. Like, looking through my notes. Oh, yeah, like, the other thing I found really interesting is just, like, I do feel for the character of the mother a lot, mm-hmm. but also, I don't, just the way that she keeps taking feminist language and, like... Oh, like a turf. No, not like that. And it's like, yes, she hasn't claimed herself and lived her own life and la-da-da-da-da, but, mm-hmm. like, also, also you have responsibilities, and it's... You, really you, you, thing, you, like... you gave birth to a son. You have a responsibility there yeah. to be a mother, but you are kind of avoiding that because you want to be famous. Yeah. But and like, fame oh... ain't all it's cracked up to be, folks. <laughs> Take it from me. Someone with... Nine not... listeners. Yeah. I was going to say nine followers on Twitter, but I don't have Twitter because I get too angry. I have so nine I listeners, finish. but I do have many followers on Tumblr, so... There we go. Yes. I am famous on the Tumblr, and it's not all it's cracked up to be. No, I'm not. No, no one, you're not. No, no one, one cares. No one cares. No one cares about if you're Tumblr okay. famous. Yeah. That used to be a thing back when, like, there were, like, ten of us, but no. <laughs> <laughs> ten of us on Tumblr. Yes. Ye olden days. Ah, uh, ye old. Yeah. But yeah, so it's... I don't know. Like, but, like, going back to the beginning, yeah. when she's like, oh, like, I feel in danger of my husband, whatever, like... She probably did feel in danger. Next. Maybe she was even... I think maybe she was in genuine danger, but, like, I, the result of it, I don't know if it was any better. I don't... I And honestly, like, we've said before in this podcast, trust women. Yeah. I, I don't know if she was in any danger, actually. I think that maybe it was part of her damaged psyche, because we, we know from the beginning mm-hmm. that she has not entirely hinged in reality. Yeah. And, um, honestly, I, we only saw one act of violence between those two in the movie, and it was her hitting him. True. So, was she... We don't know. We don't know. Maybe she was, and there was violence happening behind the scenes, but, like... Like, I think there was violence. It was, like, it's well established that he was an alcoholic, and even, like, later, she's, like... Like, oh, like, this is an alcoholic. And he's like, I've been sober for three years. So it's not, like, he's not denying it. And entering into a healthy relationship with a new woman. Yeah. Who he seemed to love very much. So he gets a happy ending. He gets a happy ending. Very very happy for him to have worked on his issues. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, so we don't... a better person. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. A lot of gray area. Yep. Very very confusing. There's so much gray area in this movie. It's hard to root for anyone other than the main character. Yeah. Natalie. Yeah. 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 Like, even Agnes had a gray area moment. It's true, because, like, you know she's always going to defend the Mm -hmm. doctor. No, I was Um, talking about the moment where she corners the mom in the car and it's like, you need to leave. Yeah. True. Um, Because they may or may not be Mm -hmm. having an affair of sorts. We don't know, actually. We don't know, yeah. Could just be... Because she just says, you need to stop seeing my husband. Which is the only time she ever refers to the husband as 
anything other than... As my husband, as opposed to the doctor. Yeah, most of the movie she's calling him the doctor, and the only time she ever refers to him as my husband is when she tells um, Annette Bening, you need to stop seeing my husband, which raises the question, was the doctor having sexual relations with Annette Bening? Who knows? Because that sounds like a very... Saying you need to stop seeing the doctor... Is like you know you need to stop seeing the doctor like that. Yeah. That's very. But well, saying you need to stop, need to stop seeing my him. husband. Yeah, because it was the doctor. Because it'd be like, yeah, yeah, she did need to be treated by someone who was actually helping people. Yeah. Which he was not helping anyone. He was helping no one at all. Yeah. No one but himself and his money problems. But like, I don't even know if he was helping himself. Mm. But yeah. Not really. His house was a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> the house. We talked um, about it being a character already. We talked about it, but it's you. You haven't seen pictures of the house I grew up in. Oh, no, um, I haven't. In small town, southwestern Ontario. It was a lot like that house. The lawn was cleaner. We did have a Christmas tree that would stay up. So, like, this movie is very real for me. Yeah. But like, just not like a satire of my life. But yeah. like, you just take aspects of my life and like satirize dial it up it. two notches and satirize it a bit. Yeah, because like we had a house. It had a Christmas tree up way too late. I think it had Halloween decorations up for, like, an entire year. Um, but, like, also we did have a lot of people stay over. Because, like, part of this, the house just sort of collects a bunch of, like, the doctor's patients and, like, his ki- his patients' kids and, like, yeah. weirdly adopting them and then stealing their money when they're in vulnerable condition. Yeah, that, and it was briefly touched on that, like... Alec Baldwin did send child support, but the doctor claimed it right away. Yeah, or, like, he got the... He drugged up the mother. Yeah. And then got her to sign away all the money, and, like, that he did that to multiple people. The mom... That mom was, like, extremely drugged up. Yeah, like, she was not getting help. I don't know how she drove over to his place. I know! Every time she'll show up, just, like, completely out of it, behind the wheel of a car, and I'm like, how are you still alive? How how did you drive here without dying? Yeah. Uh, what else? I wanted to say something. Yes, um, you said that this was very real. There are many things that you found very real. <laughs> like Letterkenny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She can't watch Letterkenny. I can't watch Letterkenny. I also can't watch, like, Girls or Portlandia from after moving to Montreal. <laughs> um, but it's too real. No, yeah, there's a lot of things. Yeah. I can watch, but it is Letterkenny, because that, that f- like, we, I showed you Letterkenny, and for those of you who don't know, Letterkenny is this show made by a Canadian, set in a small Canadian Ontario town where there's like the hicks the skids which are basically like the emo um druggies yeah uh the hockey players and then a priest (laughs) yeah like I the town I it was a city me and my partner have fights about this because it had 22,000 people or it had 20,000 and now has 22,000 it was a city We had a movie theater, we had a bowling alley, we had a mall, we had multiple Tim Hortons, way too many Tim Hortons, and, like... it's Canada, every, every, it's like Starbucks here. Yeah. It's, like, everywhere. Granted, Starbucks is also like Starbucks here, so it's, like, coffee everywhere. Yeah, It's why we're very awake. (laughs) I love it. It's good. Yeah, but this town, like, everything would close at 5pm, um... Unless it was a hockey night, in which case, like, on Wednesdays when they're... The hockey game, everything else would close early. Except for the public library, which was great, and like a furniture store and a pharmacy, and the Tim Hortons downtown where I wasn't allowed to go because that's where all the skids hung out. Oh, okay. Jared yeah. just got here, so I'm just going to tell him just finishing okay. up. Okay. And honestly, this is a good place to like kind of stop. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, thank you, MG, for coming. You're welcome. I'm uh, like, moral of the story 
if your therapist creeps you out, get a new therapist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. 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 yeah moral of the story. Here. Moral of the story. If your therapist creeps you out, get a new one. Well, like step one, go to therapy. Go to therapy if first. If you need it, do it. If you don't like your therapist, get a new therapist. Yeah, if you have any weird vibes, if they look like a creepy Colonel Sanders. If they give you too many drugs. If they invite you over to their house. If they adopt your child. Yeah. 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 If they adopt your child, get a, say no and get a new therapist. Or even if they force you to answer He showed up like yeah. the fucking exorcist at one point. That yeah. Should, oh God. It was creepy in the middle of the night. That should have been the fucking like. That, I'm surprised you're still defending him for like the next half hour. I know. Like I'm, I'm surprised too. Like I, I think I just have a thing about like therapists. They want you to be better. Not necessarily. No. I, I have learned that now. Yeah. I I made my mistake. I've lived in that bed. I watched that movie and don't need more therapy because of it. Hopefully, uh, I need so much therapy. Yay! Yay! Okay, Yay. so time to do the closeout. Um, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> I am a guest. Yes, you are a guest. Uh, so if you want to contact us, go to. You can email us at getplayedpodcast at gmail.com. That's G-E-T-P-L-A-Y-E-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. I know he's here, Hillary. (laughs) Um, You can send uh, Joe and I um, requests for movies. uh, Tell us what we're doing wrong so we can read it on here and make fun of you. Um, You can ask us uh, to... Uh, advertise your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have shit you want to advertise, MG? No. No? Do you have anything you want to promote? I- I'm just asking if you have any... Because the only time I've ever known... I've never had a guest before. Okay. Oh, uh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. I've listened to all of them except for the last ones. So yeah, we like, didn't have yeah. a... Um, I've never had a guest before. Don't know what to do with guests. Going off what Nicole Byers does. Do you have anything you want to promote? Like seeing a therapist, but also seeing a different one if you get any weird vibes. I meant something you're working on, but yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I, like, I'm not hustling. I'm guarding right now. <laughs> I'm, like, going back to the earth. I'm not hustling. My plans are dying. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, and if you aren't, please go to iTunes, uh, rate us four or five stars, and give us a nice little review. And if you don't want to give us a nice little review, give us a shit review. And tell us that you hate us. And But before you do that, remember, you can't hate me any more than I already hate myself. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Love yourself, kids. Or don't and go see a therapist. <laughs> yeah, or try. Um, Be kind. I've been Cameron. I'm MG. And thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.